And welcome to the Mow It Well Show. Where we want to help you grow your lawn and landscaping business. And now your host, Alex Wells. Welcome back to the Mow It Wells Show. I am your host, Alex Wells, a.k.a. Mow It Wells, a.k.a. Big Mo, a.k.a. Mow Lawns, Mow Money. Let's get right into it. Welcome back, guys. I know I've been on a hiatus, but hey, this is my podcast, and I'm going to drop them when I want to, when I'm feeling it, and I just haven't been feeling it. But I got some motivation yesterday and early this morning and decided I was going to make a list of topics to talk about. So I thought of a few topics I wanted to discuss, and this podcast is going to be about my 2024 plans. And obviously, none of this is concrete, but this is kind of just a rough outline of what I plan on doing for the next year as far as my business and well, as far as my business is. So the first thing that I'll be doing when it comes to my lawn and landscape business, which is uh, Midtown Lawn Care, is I will be getting rid of all the clients that are non-contract. So I am going to give them a chance to sign a 12-month agreement, meaning services year-round. So I will put together all those different proposals for those clients. And most likely, we're probably going to lose out of the, I think it's probably 40 or 50, I'd say we will lose... 90% of those, which is totally fine. They were kind of grandfathered in over the last couple of years on just weekly mows. And the way that the business is going and the way that I'm structuring it going forward, we can't do that anymore because we have to have that 12-month revenue to keep guys on during the winter, to keep them busy, and to keep that cash flow up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back in my CRM, look at all the clients that I have that aren't on the 12-month agreement, and I will send them a pre typed out email that's going to tell them, explain to them everything. I'm going to also link that email down below in the description if you guys want to use it as a template to get your clients that aren't on full contract, 12-month agreements, whatever you want to call them, to sign up. So I'm just going to spell it out to them and explain to them that it's nothing to do with them. It's more so direction of the business and how we need the cash flow and stuff like that. So I'm going to put together that template for you guys, and that will be down below in the description for free, obviously. I'm going to be raising prices. I mean, something we do every year. Not exactly sure how much I'm going to go up this year percentage-wise. I do know that I'm going to go back through and look at our budgeted hours for each of the properties as far as the different services we offer to those properties, the mowing, the trimming, the leaf cleanup, the winter visits, the aeration overseeding, all that stuff, and see how we did on our scorecards with the budget hours, that what we had budgeted versus what it took us, because I know there is going to be some that some of the certain services did take us a little longer than what I originally anticipated. So I'm going to adjust those prices accordingly. And I'm also going to be sending out to my commercial clients that we've had for more than two or three years, I'm going to be sending them out a three-year contract extension. I'm just tired of doing the the year, year, year. Most of the clients, I think all of them probably will be comfortable with signing a three-year deal. And I will have in there for inflation clauses and all that, but it'll also have in there the set increase per year, which will be 
three to five percent. Not 100% sure what that's going to be. This is all just what I have for my 2024 plan, my to-do list for next year. And all this stuff is what I do every winter, renewing contracts and stuff like that. So going to be raising prices and trying to get some three-year contracts in place for commercial and residentials as well. Just so we know we're good for the next three years, just gives you a little peace of mind. Built-in inflation clauses, gas clauses, and with the price increase for the next three years. So what they're going to pay this year, what they're going to pay next year, and what they're going to pay on that third year. And we are switching softwares. As many of you know, we used LMN this year. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, LMN was, it was good. It wasn't great. The estimating was fantastic. Everything else was mid. But for the cost, for what it cost, and for the amount of training it requires to learn how to run it, it just wasn't worth it to me to pay that amount per month. The invoicing was trash. I hated it. And that might've been something I just couldn't figure out, but I had all automation set up and some people just would never get their invoice. And it caused a lot of issues and a lot more work on the office side of things to email these clients and figure out why they hadn't got an invoice for six months. And there was no way to look at just unpaid invoices without like doing a whole report. And then it wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was good. The estimating part was great because it gave you exactly what you needed to charge with all your equipment that you had on there and all of that with your budgeted hours and all that. The scorecards were great, but we are switching. So I'm in the process of doing that right now, moving the clients over, updating the notes, just getting everything ready for 2024. And the CRM that we have switched to is Copilot. That is uh, Mike Andy's CRM, which is basically Lompros on steroids. If you ever use Lompros, like the same interface, it looks exactly the same. It's just a different color, but it has way more options. And so far, so good. I use Lompros for like four years, five years, maybe. So really excited about this because I already know how to use a lot of it. And the new stuff I'm learning, I'm going to do the little class to get the way I can use everything. It's got built-in KPIs, all sorts of great stuff. So right now we're just going to talk about the sponsor of today's show, which is FinPrint. You guys already know. The link will be down below for free shipping and $10 off of orders of $150 or more. Guys, it's the winter. Best time to go ahead and get your new shirts for next year if you're going to change up your colors or just change up your design. You know, stand out from the competition, man. Go on their Instagram page at FinPrint and just look at all the shirts that they've created and you'll get an idea of how good they look and how they stand out. It's not just the little logo on the chest and then the the logo on the back. Man, these things, you can have designs, words on your sleeves. Literally, if you can think it, they can put it on a shirt for you. You can do the skyline of your city. You can do like a big shadow of your logo. I mean, it's insane. You can have grass on it. If you mow, if you do landscaping, you can have like a landscape design. I mean, it's incredible. And even better than the design aspect of it, but the durability of the shirts, the material, not 100% sure what it is. They have four different grades of uh, material as far as they have a titanium, which is like the super, super lightweight, like you're wearing a silk shirt in Hawaii type job is nice. And then they have like lightweight, medium weight and heavyweight, and they're super durable. They don't fade. So you're never gonna have to get a new shirt because it faded and it looks old and, and dingy and just not good. It doesn't do that. They last a long time. I haven't even tore a hole in any of mine. Neither have any of my guys. So they're super durable, but 
check them out. Link will be down below for $10 off of orders 150 or more and free shipping. The free shipping is key because they are in Canada. So if you do have like a bigger order, that free shipping is going to help you out a lot. So check them out. Make sure you follow them on Instagram as well. And uh, if you have any questions for them, hit them in their DMs and tell them Mo It Well sent you. So back to what my plan is for 2024. The big focus for this year, I should say, is going to be focusing on efficiencies. And what that means is, for me, is knowing how we did that week with budgeted hours versus real time, like what it actually took. So budget hours versus actual hours. I'm going to be doing getting weekly reports from my guys. So what I'm also going to be doing is delegating. So instead of me tracking all that and pulling up the reports, running the reports, looking at them, all that, we're going to have a Monday morning meeting, the commercial manager or whatever you want to call it, foreman. He's going to have his side of the budget hours versus actual and he'll have a full report ready for me to go on his iPad. He'll have it emailed to me. And as a group, as a whole, we'll all three or four sit down with each person's stuff pulled up on their screen and we'll look at it together, talk about it, see where we can get more efficient to beat the budgeted hours and just talk about different strategies of stuff like that, that they can relate down to the crew members. And we're going kind of open book this year. I'm going to show everybody the numbers and we're really going to focus on being more efficient. So with that being said, being more efficient, we're going to be more profitable. But we had so many damages of, of broken down equipment. Broken windows was a big one. It got so bad. The company that repaired windows, I just told them to put my card on file. We were breaking them so many. And it was some were, yes, dumb luck. But we just got to pay more attention. Don't edge if you see rocks in the cracks. Just little stuff like that. But we've got to be more careful and pay more attention. So that is going to be something else that I'm really going to focus on this winter and going into next season is efficiencies, profitability, and damages. Because imagine I had an extra 5000 we made for the year. I mean, that's a nice piece of change. So I'm going to be incentivizing my guys for not damaging stuff. I'm going to figure out what that number was for the total year, what we spent on repairs for damaged equipment and damaging clients' properties. And I'm going to take that number and put that into a, I'm not going to have it at five. If it was 5K, I'm not doing that. Uh, it might be like 3,500 or something. I'll say, hey, we're starting off 3,500 or whatever it is. If we go the whole year, whatever we damage, that comes out of this fund, boom, 3,500. So whatever's left at the end of the year, we're going to split amongst the guys. So hopefully that'll incentivize them to go be a little more careful. And that kind of goes with company culture. I want these guys to really buy in to what the vision is and what I want to do and where I want to take the company. Our little tagline is community focused, quality driven. So I really want to beat that into their heads. Like, look guys, let's focus on these things. Let's nail this company culture and grow the business with this tagline, this idea of the company culture to create it within the group. That way everybody's on the same page and everybody has the same goal. Because with all that, with company culture is going to come higher profit margins. And higher profit margins is going to lead right back to the employees making more money. So it's just a big circle. And if they buy into that, in the end, they're going to make more money. Growing profitably as possible. We talked about that. I'm going to squeeze out as much profit as I can this year. We're really, really going to try to get stuff paid off and have our cash flow 
monthly cash flow to be as high as possible. And we're going to be focused on our EBITDA, EBITDA, however you say that word. I'm still learning about it, but my general thought of it is it is your net income minus before you do depreciation, taxes, and stuff like that. So it's that bigger numbers from my understanding. Like I said, I'm still learning about it, but if you are planning on growing your company, I really would focus on that number because in a lot of acquisitions, that's the number they look at. And I'm not 100% sure why yet. I know it's got something to do, like I said, with the taxes and depreciation, but it's what's that number before all that. So I'm still learning about that. Maybe we'll get somebody on that knows a lot about that and I can ask them the questions and whatever, but, or I'll do some research and I'll have a podcast about it. So that's something, EBITDA, EBITDA, however you say it. And one thing I've never done is I've never had a, a, just a whole marketing plan. I've never sat down at the beginning of the year and say, all right, here's our budget for marketing dollars. Here's our plan. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to execute it. Really, I've never spent over probably $3,000 in one year for marketing. And that was probably for door hangers and getting the website rebuilt. So it wasn't necessarily like we ran some ads and stuff, but I didn't have like a set high budget. So I'm I'm going to sit down with my core three guys and we are going to come up with a marketing plan, a marketing strategy with getting out these door hangers and really growing this company with full service contracts. So I'm thinking at least 10% of what we do this year is going to go into marketing for next year. So probably maybe I might even go like 15%. I really want to spend anywhere from six to 10,000 on marketing for the whole year next year with ads, door hangers, different stuff like that to direct mail to get some more clients and get these clients that are going to pay that monthly premium price. I want to be able to pay my guys more per hour. I want to offer them more incentives, more pay time off. And that, like I said, full circle, once that company culture gets set, they're working better, we're more efficient, we're more profitable, they're going to make more money. So I want them to directly see how they can make more money when the company makes more money. So that's one thing I want on here. And we're going to be able to get better guys. I want to sell more jobs and specifically more landscape install jobs, more project jobs. I want to sell more of those this year and really focus on getting five to 10 of those high dollar jobs. And high dollar for us would be anything 15,000 or more. I'd really like to get five to 10 of those for next year. Like some of those bigger ones, anything below 15, I mean, we'll obviously do, but I really want to get five to 10, 15,000, $20,000 jobs for next year on, on landscape projects. And obviously I want to sell more commercial jobs for full maintenance, you know, year round maintenance. I want to get more commercial sites. I want to get more residential sites as well, high end stuff and really just get this business as profitable as I can next year and kind of see where we can go from there. We have the outfit for, we could right now, if we had the clients and the manpower, we could technically run four crews per day. We have the equipment for it. I think we would need one more stand-on mower and we would be able to, no, we have three. No, actually I'm wrong. We have three stand-ons, so we have all the watt behinds we need. We would need probably like, we would need some handheld equipment and a push mower. So maybe a couple thousand worth of equipment to run four full-time crews because we have the GMC with the ramp rack. So that would be like a two-man residential crew with a watt behind and a push mower, two trimmers, two blowers, sprayer. 
that thing would be ready to rock and roll for next year. We have the Azuzu, which it's already fully loaded, ready to go. Stand on, walk behind, push mower, three backpack blowers, three trimmers. That one's ready to go. We got the commercial crew with the Titan pulling the trailer with the stand on, walk behind, push mower, four trimmers, four blowers. That crew's ready to rock and roll. And we also have another Azuzu that we could run a stand on, walk behind, couple trimmers, couple blowers on, whether that's a three-man crew or a two-man crew, we're ready to go with that. So we have the trucks for it. And every one of those trucks is paid off except for the commercial Titan. I think we owe a little under 6000 on that one. So that one will be paid off either at the end of this year or mid next year. It'll be completely paid off. And then we only owe on two mowers. So doing really good with the debt for the business for sure. The cash flow compared to debt is better than the average for companies across the the line from what I've heard from my bookkeeper, Cycle CPA. So man, if you don't have a bookkeeper, man, check Cycle CPA. That's not even a paid ad right there. That's a free shout out to Cycle CPA. Carla and the team over there do a great job. My personal guy over there, his name's Alex. He does a wonderful job. And they're giving me all type of information that I need to grow my business with where I'm spending, where the money's going, ins and outs and all that stuff. So that's kind of my 2024 plan as of right now. I've been really working on trying to get these clients moved over from LMN to the new software and learning this new software. We're going to be doing KPIs this year. I'm going to really be doing more back-end business stuff, learning the numbers, showing the numbers to the guys and really understanding the business and figuring out how to grow this thing as profitably as possible. I got to hang out with my uncle over the weekend and he was telling me some of the stuff that the company that bought his company does. He's still on till the end of the year as branch manager and then he's stepping down from branch manager and he's just going to manage this one client that has a ton of projects going on. So he's going to manage that for the next year or two. I think he's cutting back to like 10 to 20 hours a week. So he's going to, he's basically retired, but he's staying on to collect commissions from that. And to, he's been with that, that client, he's had that client for 25 years, I believe. So he wanted to maintain that relationship and they want him to stay on to, to be able to manage that client's properties because they have a ton of them. So he's going to be coming on the podcast here soon. And I think January after the holidays and after, you know, he semi-retires and all that and everything kind of slows down for him. So I'm going to have him on and I'm going to start a running list of questions to ask him because he's got some knowledge, guys. And he's got even more knowledge now for the company that bought him out. I mean, they've got a CFO, CEO, COO. I mean, they've got high, high level guys over there that are running this thing. I mean, it's a massive, massive company. And what they're doing over there, man, is crazy to even think that that's even possible with a landscaping business, which it is, you know, you got the bright views out there. You got these giants out there making, you know, doing 2 billion a year and companies out there doing 10 million. And to me at this point where I'm at, it's just like, how far do I want to take it? What do I want? How busy do I want to be? What's my bandwidth? How much time can I put into this with YouTube and stuff like that? And for kids, my time is very precious and I don't have a lot of it because a lot of it goes to YouTube, goes to family, and then it goes to the business. So I'm also working on that this winter for the plan for 2024 is 
how many hours am I putting into my business this year? How many hours am I going to put into YouTube from as far as my 45, 50 hour work week? How am I going to divide that up? And I still have yet to figure that out. And with my podcast, how can I balance all this out? And what is my ROI for these different avenues? Right now, the highest ROI, and it's really not even close, is YouTube. I mean, it is what it is. So it's trying to figure out, in my opinion, the YouTube thing is not going to last forever. Could it evolve into something else? And I could step into a different realm of YouTube and still make money from it? I definitely think so. But that's not guaranteed money. I'm playing in YouTube sandbox. They could demonetize me like that for no reason. They they could just tell me. They could just shut it off. So I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket, which I'm not. But at the same time, the ROI over there is ridiculous. So it's like, man, why am I not going all in? You know, like the SB Moans and Al Blades. But my channel's nowhere near as big as those guys but I'm still doing really well from a financial perspective doing, you know, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook, and the YouTube. So it's balancing all that out, figuring out what I want to do, what I envision, what's my vision for a media company, what's my vision for my lawn maintenance company. Do I want to do more business stuff on YouTube? Doesn't pay as well. It takes a lot of time. Do I want to do that? I'm passionate about it, but at the end of the day, And I'm 35 years old, man, so I'm trying to make some money. I wouldn't sit up here and tell you anything otherwise, man. So I'm trying to make more money in less time. And right now, YouTube is doing that. But I don't think it's going to last forever. I I know it's not going to last forever. So trying to figure out how I can maybe use some of that money I'm making now to help grow my business for the long term. So still trying to adjust and pivot and make moves and dial this thing in man for 2024 2023 has been great from a business standpoint you know definitely had some ups and downs we didn't do as good as we did last year but i dang near times 10 what i did on youtube in 2022 and 2023 so what i didn't do for my business i tripled for youtube as far as you know revenue and and all that so won't get into the you know the exact numbers or anything like that but it's been good to me So that's something that I would recommend you guys could do this winter is sit down, come up with your plan for 2024, your outline, map out what you want to do revenue wise, how many clients you want to have, how many employees you want to have. Go ahead and map that out now while it's slower and create that plan and bring it to somebody that might be ahead of you or bring it to anybody, you know, say, Hey, what do you think about this plan? What do you think about these goals I have? Go ahead and set your goals and then have an accountability partner. And that's what I'm doing with Mac is we are showing each other our goals and we're going to do probably monthly or quarterly, I'd say probably monthly calls and see where we're at on our goals for the year. And then we're going to break down monthly goals, quarterly goals and stuff like that and go through them with each other for our businesses and our social media businesses, our media companies. So he's going to be my accountability partner with all that because it's always good to be able to talk to somebody about that. Because then if you don't do some stuff, then that phone call comes, you got to tell them it. I didn't even do nothing this week, this month, this week, this quarter. I wouldn't even focus. So when you know that call's coming, you're naturally just going to be like, all right, I got to make sure I'm hitting some of these goals. So I got something to bring to the table, some accomplishments. And I'm looking at it as a competition, not with him, but 
how many of these goals can I knock off this quarter, this week, this month? And how many can I bring to him and say, hey, this is what I did, what'd you do? That is going to make him go harder than it's going to make me go harder. No, pause. But we're out here trying to get money, grow businesses, and lay floor. That's what it's all about, guys. So hope you guys have a good one, man. Big Mo out. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, all the platforms, and DM me if you have any questions. I look forward to seeing what you guys are going to do for 2024. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Mow It Well Show. Stay connected with us on all your favorite social media platforms by following at Mow It Wells. And don't forget to spread the love by sharing the show with a friend or featuring it on your Instagram stories. Until next time, keep grinding. <laughs>